0: la <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Jillian Raymond, the co-creator of Juicy Bits and a Coalition Snow ambassador.
1: And I'm Jen Gorecki, your co-host and the CEO of Coalition Snow.
0: For those of you who are new, get ready to laugh, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little.
1: Juicy Bits is about taking the conversations that we start on the chairlift and at the trailhead and bringing them to you to explore alternative narratives
0: that challenge the status quo about what it means to be a modern woman in the outdoors. Grab your helmet, because sometimes it's a bumpy ride. FYI, friends, this podcast is for mature audiences, so you've been warned. Let's get to work and juice the patriarchy. Happy New Year, Jillian. Happy New Year,
1: Jen. Uh, How did you feel about waking up and seeing yourself on the cover of a 2024 calendar in which I'm laid out nude in front of you and you are fully dressed. How was that to start off your new year?
0: Um, (laughs) I was really really proud of both of us because I feel Mm -hmm. like it encapsulates exactly who we are and maybe who we just need to be. And the fact that we can be such dear friends and love each other so much and, and coexist in so many ways, it made me really happy because I'll tell you there was like seriously, like beautiful just skin and bodies and this humanness. And I am like overdressed, like it's fucking cold. And I like, wasn't invited, (laughs) you know, like the titty party. And I'm like thinking in that moment when we were putting those photos together, like I am an educator of, of secondary age kids. There was just a certain level of, I don't even, I don't know, I'm not a total prude. I mean, I'm kind of vanilla and prudent in certain areas, but I thankfully have evolved from growing up in a naked house where everything was covered up in private all the time to be re- being really comfortable in my skin and my body. With that said, I'm realistic about the society we live in. And in that moment, I had to, I had sweatshirt on, um, bibs on, and I just kind of got to be like the silly skier going past the, the beautiful backdrop and the and the topless ladies that I'm proud to call yeah.
1: friends. Yeah, it's true. I don't I don't have those issues of um, spending my days with minors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, I actually, like, I by design, by yeah. design, we don't spend a lot of time with minors, which is why I feel like it's completely appropriate for just me to be naked on all sorts of things. But I will say for our listeners, if you're like, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, which is sort of a, that's a theme over here. Coalition put out a 2024 calendar. It was based off of the photo shoot that we had at Mammoth Mountain back in June, um, in which there's just a lot of nudity because for me personally, that, you know, it's about celebrating 10 years of coalition, but also just celebrating being an older woman, like what you look like when you are 46 years old. I guess at the time I was 45, Um, but and just, you know, celebrating the human body, celebrating The way that women want to showcase themselves having women photographers just like not doing something for the male gaze but um doing it for us so it was very fun photo shoot charlotte had the idea of like we should make a calendar and i was like that's we absolutely should and then um yeah that dropped on the website and jillian is the only one fully closed but it makes (laughs) it's appropriate you have like could you imagine if your high school students saw you topless somewhere that's like i would imagine that um that could lead to you losing your job
0: i, I think so and i think so yeah i had a i had a pretty close encounter with um a, a google search of, of miss raymond right and i have some students Uh-oh. who listen. you know this is for mature audiences but this was a real eye-opener for me so we're we're making a an about me page you know like students were uh, decorating and kind of personalizing their student notebooks. And I was like, Yeah, you actually, could. why don't you do a Google search on yourself? And I'm going back probably eight years, nine years. And I'm, you know, we're doing image searches. So they're like, Well, let's do you, Miss Raymond. So we Google Miss Raymond, well, Jillian Raymond. And there I am, double fisting dirty martinis with a t shirt that says, I love snow on the captain's cruise going to Antarctica with like all these like half dressed um pro skiers around me and again, I'm clothed but I'm I'm you know I'm having a beverage or two at the same time and I was thinking this you know I'm going to explain this. I'm going to let the students know I have a life outside of my classroom but it was a, a little eye-opening moment of just what can be out there on the internet, what can be accessible and you like to still believe you' you have a life beyond teaching but there are some things when you're when you're working with minors and community and families that it's nice to have some little boundaries around. And so that was a a good lesson for me because I can still show up to the party. I just might have a sweatshirt on. And it was a cute sweatshirt. It was a Shred the Patriarchy sweatshirt. It was very cute. Oh, I was in my favorite color blue, you know, truth chakra shining. But yeah, I, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I
1: think that it's, I think it's a very good thing that in the year 2024, your students will not be able to Google you and find you naked. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a... I'll, for me, I think it's a good thing that people can Google me, and they have to pay to see me naked. Yes. That's it's not free. The calendar <laughs> is censored. Everyone, okay? The good stuff is on the OnlyFans, but I do I do enjoy that monthly deposit into my bank account in the OnlyFans. So I do appreciate that it might come up. Actually, I don't know if my name my name wouldn't come up with the OnlyFans, but Coalition might. Anywho, I digress. Here we are. 2024 currently uh recording we're both fully dressed i do just want to say that that we are um wearing all of our clothing right now um what are you what what were your thoughts heading into the new year either about 2023 like looking back or looking forward into the new the new year
0: um so i had a a a great kind of you know, put your helmet on, crash headfirst into being sick of shit for the first time. And this happened at the end of 2023. So, a lot of what I had reflected on and thought about for the year went to shit because I was like a zombie for a week. But mm. in that haze and in that fog, what I was able to really, really touch on and remember and recognize was like the value of my fucking health and feeling mm. good and what I'm either doing or not doing to, to take care of that. And we're pretty good in our household, whether it's like eating well, cooking at home a lot. You know, I have my occasional vices, but for the most part, like we're, we're pretty health conscious in the house. We have the privilege to be able to do so. But when you're laid up for fucking days and you like think that you might fucking die. Um, so I'm coming into the new year with that um, health perspective and a little bit of the lessons that were for a few years old of when I don't feel well, like not engaging and being out in public, right? Simple shit. Like I can still wear a mask if I have to be out. I also like whether it's the washing of the hands or the mindfulness around how many people I expose myself to. So this is not the sexiest of things I'm talking about going into 2024. It's not, with, it's really not. So going from the calendar to hand washing, but I'm serious. Like literally, thought I was like I cannot. I'm not going to be able to leave the house again. And so a bit of that is shifting into gear, just the, the, I have a lot of gratitude for a lot, but literally the gratitude for the day-to-day health um, and then how to help keep myself, my community and my, my small little family on the healthier end of things. Cause now we're all bright tailed and bushy eyed and, and I'm looking forward to 2024 with that. So you can, you can cut that out if it was too boring, but it's real, it's true. And so it's one of my pieces that I'm holding, I'm holding strong to
1: Well, I feel like, I feel like it fits perfectly with the you being fully clothed. That's just the, like, maybe that's the theme of this episode is Jillian's boring as fuck. Jen just gets naked all the time. That's maybe (laughs) what we're doing because my, my New Year's Eve. So I am a big fan of beginning the process of reflection and looking forward, not at January 31st and the first, like the Gregorian calendar, but actually using the solstice, um, as this, um, marker in time this natural um uh occurrence to really reflect on the past and then and then really sort of think forward to the next thing that will happen in nature which is the spring equinox so i kind of think in these like sort of chunks but i was no no one's surprised i was uh, naked in the hot springs down in mammoth so um actually no i'm sorry for the for the solstice i was at the hot springs in sierraville which is a ritual that i have every year i go to the sierraville hot springs i camp i soak i write i write i write i write i write um and that was a really lovely experience um and while i i will say on january 1st i woke up and and was like i'm so grateful to be alive just thinking about the continued conflict in gaza the earthquake that happened in Japan like there's so much tragedy around us and so if you couldn't wake up on the first and be grateful for being alive then we're doing this life thing all fucking wrong that's like the the biggest thing um but i did you know looking back I, I certainly learned quite a bit in 2023 i think i mean i would hope that we learn every year right it's not that 2023 was more significant than other years just as much as like going through a process of self reflection and committed to your personal growth like you you should you should see things but i uh i feel like i had like two major aha moments or these takeaways of like one things absolutely have to end for other things to begin um and that you know sometimes things that you thought at the time, were not what you wanted. Like, they were going in the wrong direction. In retrospect, you're like, oh, wow, I'm really happy that that happened. So sort of like when I wrote about it in my newsletter, Redefining Radical, which is on Substack, um, you know, I posted this photo of myself from our I Like Older Women um, roller skating party in June. And it was like, oh, if my June self only knew what my December self knew, you know, like thinking back Six months ago, when there's these big things and that I was really struggling with, but come December, I was like, oh, that's actually for the best. That's actually for the best that that happened. And and really sort of taking that as like things absolutely must end, whether it's like personally or professionally, for new things to begin. We only have 24 hours in a day. We only have a certain amount of capacity. There's only a certain amount of resources that we can put into everything. So trying not to look at endings as bad things, but more as opportunities to start new things or to take that thing that's been on the back burner and bring it to the front or, you know, yeah.
0: I like that Jen. Cause it also just relates to, um, being mindful of time, right. To your point of mm-hmm. like having 24 hours in the day or looking at something in, in reflection or in relationship to, and I think I, I, This comes up for me every year. One, how did I use my time? But then also recognizing this has been big for me this year is that sometimes time for leisure or time for quote unquote doing nothing, which I think can often be, I know for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm kind of like high energy and go, go, go. And I usually want to have a lot in a day. What does it look like if I actually, you know, have a sleep in or the day is Mm -hmm. literally just like coffee to tea to wine with like three of my favorite books. Um, you know, time with, with humans that I love spending time with friends and with family that isn't stacked with an itinerary, right? Just actually having the time to be in in each other's presence. And I think you're um, sharing there of like something has to end for something else to begin. I, I think that's true for a lot of instances, but I also think that there's time that things have to almost like, like there's almost a, a connection between the ending and the beginning. And sometimes that time between is the hardest to sit with. And that's a piece that I feel like I reflect on to embrace, not to be afraid of, and to also know that it will eventually pass, right? That that part is temporary. And that's where I think sometimes a lot of the newness can come or the acceptance can come for both oneself and also the people around us that we might be waiting for them. I'm like, Oh, they're, they're going to get there. They're gonna get there. I'm gonna get there, and it's like that. That time in between those two, I think, can be really valuable as well to sit with.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, and it's just like you know, it's also just helps you be kinder to yourself too.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and I, and um, ideally, the next time something like that comes around, it won't be so challenging. Mm-hmm. So cha- so cha- challenging, but um, yeah, that was a big. That was a big thing for me. Um, Can I ask else? you about
0: one that you wrote in Redefining Radical?
1: Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just gonna pull it up and look at like some of the other, the other things that I,
0: I I've been you, writing so much it, about it. It's well, it was really cool. One of them, and I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, uh, you'll correct me. I won't get it perfectly, but it had to do with like how quick we might be to write people off. That oh yeah, do something to. Um, I don't know, maybe break trust or we have a, I mean, there, there's a there's yeah. a continuum of falling out, right? There's some where you're like, oh my God, we, yeah. we're going to need some space before we're going to be able to like resolve this. Or like just the idea that we might write someone out of our life when they really had a lot of value and beauty. And there was like love there. Like, where does that go? And and kind of, you don't have to go into the specifics, but I I, I knew we were going to touch on this one. And that piece in your newsletter stood stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, yeah. so I have to be honest, it's something I, I struggle with. I don't think it's that easy. No, I think so. Yeah, I did. That That was one thing that I wrote about was
1: people deserve second chances. And, and for me, that was something that I learned from personal experiences, from like intimate relationships, um, like re, rekindling something with somebody who. I mean, honestly, a year ago, and you remember this, Jillian, from like our snowcat trip, where I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, this is so over." Um, to now, this person's back in my my life, and and for me, um, whether it's like these these intimate personal relationships or shit on social media, right? Like it's you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't always have to be so so. It doesn't have to be someone who's so close to you, but we're increasingly becoming more intolerant of people and we should absolutely have high standards for people and we should move through the world with that with our values and we should we should hold people accountable we should do all of those things and if we want to be in a world where we're bringing people into the things we believe in then there is you know i'm obviously not the person who came up with this but there is this sort of like calling in right of like okay You made this mistake. You said this thing. You did that thing. And when somebody is open to saying, Holy shit, I fucked up. I apologize. Here's the reasons why I apologize. And here's what I'm going to do differently. Now, you might still need to hold that person at a distance, right? It's not like they're going to necessarily come back into your life in the same way. It's not that you're necessarily going to continue to you know, follow them on social or read their writing or what, whatever it is. Right. But there has to be this opportunity for people to number one, like hear what it is that they did wrong, or that was hurtful, and then have the opportunity to apologize in, and move forward. And part of like, you know, part of not holding on to these hurts, right? Like, we can continue to be hurt all the time by the things that people do or say to us, or like we can choose to let go of that. And part of letting go of that is there are certain people who deserve a second chance or just deserve to move, carry on and not have to exist in this particular way in our minds. Like, and I, and I just, yeah, I I don't think, I don't think like politically it's helpful that, um, that we're so intolerant of people. I don't think professionally. I don't think personally. We've really, I, I believe that Trump and COVID really took us to a whole new, new level um, of intolerance. And we just need to chill the fuck out. And it's amazing how much better you will feel individually when you let go of things. And I personally believe that we can live in the world, like create the world we want to be in If we allow people to apologize and be different. Like, not Mm. everybody's the same all the time. Some people are, right? Some people are just absolute fucking monsters and assholes. They're toxic. They shouldn't be in your life. I'm not saying that. But then there's people, you know, who fuck up. We all do it. There's people. Every single one of us does it. (laughs) And we deserve to be, like, everyone deserves um, to just be like to just be able to exist like more gently and and kinder and and it just it feels better for everyone and it gets us it gets us to these places where where we need to be and you know for me personally like here i am in in january very very happy um in a intimate relationship that i have that only is possible because this person felt like they could come to me and apologize and mm-hmm. this person had all the words and had the things and there was that time of like rebuilding a friendship and you know like in and that was a you know just not rushing and taking the time to rebuild something and I've I am really grateful that I didn't completely write this person off now we can revisit this conversation in a year who knows Jillian knows I I cycle through there's always a rotation but you know maybe I'll feel differently but I do feel like a lot of peace with this and then even relationships that didn't work out last year just like not just letting go of the hurt and being like you know there are there are ways to to move to move on has been really helpful
0: i think sometimes sitting in those places again going back to like the time in between or be allowing yourself to be hurt or disappointed um, whether mm-hmm. in, in actions that people have, or in people, in, you know, in general, right? People can disappoint us. Um, I think we've 100%. All been there. I'm sure all of our listeners are like, "Yep, absolutely." Then I think it's what happens after. And you brought up yeah. Trump and COVID, and I remember very specifically in the in the kind of the outpouring in the Me Too movement so many um you know males in my life and I think we did an episode on this kind of on the continuum right of a, kind of like our male allies right and males who were showing up and it was really eye-opening to have both friends, you know, lovers, people in relationships actually acknowledge and apologize and be like, I am mm-hmm. literally going through like a mindfuck of transformation. Like I never understood it from that perspective. Granted, you want to be like, okay, welcome to like, you know, fucking how we live all the time. But that idea of actually acknowledgement, the idea of growth, transformation, and what it takes to go through that and then actually embody it into your life and into your actions, into your words. And I had a really interesting example the other day. I'm walking in Palisades, and we've talked about the name change before on Juicy Bits. And there was a car who actually had the license plate of the S word. That was their license plate, you know, so – S word, California. And I just, I literally stopped myself and I was like, oh my, oh my God, you, that's a commitment to that word. I was like, what are you going to do? Do you have plans? Like, do you have an appointment at the DMV? And it was three young They probably have
1: a fucking tattoo. They probably have tattooed it on them. They're so, they're so. Well, I
0: think they were in their parents' car. Right. And so Mm. the one, the one young woman just looked at me blank stare. Right. And then the other (laughs) one was like, um it's it's a it's no it means a name it's a it's this place and i was like oh no 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 you need to pay attention please like when you're sitting in ski traffic today i need you to research this and she was like okay like what should i look up and i was like look at the word being banned like was totally receptive like completely clueless oh. unfortunately, but totally receptive then the other one was like we're keeping it i don't know what you're talking about that's important and i was like okay well then you're upholding white supremacy you look like you're going to pee yourself and you're the one I would like continue talking to. And they all just like, <laughs> and I just walked away cause I was like, I don't know what to do. They're going to be sitting in traffic and they're going to be like, as I'm walking back to my vehicle, I'm going to be like in line with them. And I want to talk to the one who was like, wait, teach me more. Tell me more, not the one who's upholding white supremacy. And then the other one who was kind of afraid of me, which I'm not that scary, but I might've been fired up because I just could not believe what I saw. So going back to your point of giving people those chances, right? We have those monsters. We have those humans that can apologize, recognize what they did, grow from it, and then really help us renew our faith in like the human spirit that people can grow and learn. Yeah. Also, though, well, there is quite quite honestly, thing- J- Jillian, like you know, you you bring up um, men as
1: allies and how you know men went through you know post Me Too this this. I'm absolutely like participating in this cultural shift of like the world is changing around me. I can either figure it out or, you know, it's like sink or swim. Right. But there's so many black, brown and indigenous thought leaders who say the same thing about white people, right. Where, and you and I both, how many years did we live in Tahoe where we never challenged that name? We, we said the name, like we, we went along with it. Like, Oh, that's just what that resort and that mountain is called. And, and then it, and then, you know, you have this racial reckoning with George Floyd, and then these um, perspectives come to the forefront, and it becomes very obvious that this change is long overdue. So we got a second chance, didn't we? Mm-hmm. we 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 are we have been given second chances. Everybody, I don't know a single person who hasn't been given a second chance. So why would we deny that to other people, um particularly when, let's just take you and you the two of us for example because we were given a second chance on the way that we spoke about this like let's just say this issue around the name change at Palisades you and I are strong advocates for it we talk about it all the time we talk about we talk about it on this podcast we call strangers out we talk to strangers about it when when strangers don't use the word Palisades we correct them we talk about the importance of the name change you know so it, it second chances are important, and people people deserve the ability to course correct. If they don't, and again, if they don't course correct, they can fuck off. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not right. talking about the constant abuser. Um, you know, I'm not talking about that that person. But there are instances where, you know, we just have to let it go. We have to let we have to fucking let it go.
0: Well, and if we, we do. I feel like you make more room for the people in your life that will match that same kind of, you know, energy dynamic around forgiveness, around communication, because you're, and again, writing off, there, there are some people that are maybe less in my life over the last decade. And oh, that's, that's great. It's actually, it's a mutually wonderful consensual yep. non-friendship thing. Like, as i I'm like, Nope, you didn't get me. I was not getting you. No hard feelings, but by doing that, then the openness in in my life is available to the to the humans that do match the way that I that I want to show up and that I try to, you know, navigate all the complexities of of life and. Um, even in all my boredom, all the shit that I do, it's like, you need that, you need that support team around you. And it's also great to know that there'll be people that will love you, even when you need help sometimes and you do fuck up sometimes and that they're there for you. And those are some, of, to me, I think some of the best people who have that courage and connectedness where they can call you out and they can talk to you in a real way. And I think we mm-hmm. deserve, we deserve that, right? We deserve to give it to the people we love and, and, and want in our lives. And then, um yeah, we deserve it for ourselves as well. So maybe deserving is another piece of that, uh, um, that outlook for 2024 is it's okay to, to – uh, selfish isn't the right word. It's okay to recognize that there are things you deserve in your life that you want to bring towards your life and that you want others to have as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and just like, you know, a, a simplicity like love, just like this concept of love. And it did, it did strike me um, – I don't know if it was last night or this morning – Uh, cause I, I joke about like, I actually do like, I actually legitimately am trying to write jokes. Like I have so many jokes that I'm working on, but one of them is about like the new year and your expectations being, uh, not met just like dating men. There's, I just, here's what I want to say about making jokes about men. Am I going to do that a lot in 2024? I am. Yeah. It's too fucking easy. It's too fucking easy it's not like if if you want me to stop making jokes about men, make it harder to make the jokes. And also, it is comedy, okay, everyone. It's comedy. I'm punching up, not down. All right, but um, I do have this whole thing that I'm working on around um, expectations and, and men and, and things. So I was I've been thinking about this, like. I remember back in 2019 when we were so excited for 2019 to be over, right? Remember we were like, "Yeah, 2019's over," and then 2020 hit, and we were like, "Never again will I be that excited about a new year ever, ever." I will, you know. Um,
0: Our roaring twenty. Never,
1: yeah, never. Uh, will never be excited. So I feel like everybody's a bit um, hesitant to be overly optimistic which I think is is fair and I and for some reason I hadn't thought about this until like the last 24 hours this is an election year like this it actually could by the end of this year we don't even know what it's going to be like to exist in the United States we don't know like all of these things that we're going into with like love and compassion and and second chances and Allowing things to end for other things to start, like all this, I would say, like graciousness and and um, you know, like belief in in other human beings, like this, that feeling that I have now, I I may not feel this way at the end of the year. I know it. Okay. And I cause it just could get it could get so so hectic. And it was quite interesting because when I after I did my whole solstice at SierraVille, Um, hot springs. I went down to Mammoth to do like a little bit of skiing and soaking there. Um, And I ended up in Hilltop um, hot spring one day with a man from Ukraine who had just arrived in the United States. And so talked so much like he had so many things to say about being in a country where you feel like you could die at any time. And there's um, missiles going overhead all the time and losing so many people and um, the strength of the Ukrainian people and they're not going to back down. Um, and then I was, you know, also in in another time uh, with someone from Japan, but having these conversations around the global impacts of this election mm-hmm. and how it's not just about us as individuals, which person we like more or less, um, and even like certainly we're electing um, not what I like, I don't I don't ever look at it as I'm electing a person. I look at it as I'm electing administration mm-hmm. with a set of stated goals and objectives. Like that's what I'm voting for is an admin. But um just to like yeah, just to like be in this hot spring with this, you know, person from the Ukraine who was like, Yeah, if if Trump's elected, like we probably won't get the support from the United States anymore and how much that's going to affect us. So anywho End of this year could get fucking hectic. Yes. yes. Just I being honest. There's also
0: that piece, though, of the, the community that exists. And you said you didn't come up with it, but I like that idea of the, the calling in. I don't know whose that is. But I know whether, again, books we read, podcasts we listen to, people we gather around, there are like-minded humans, and then there are those that are waiting to then experience that sense of transformation and growth because there has to be some like trickle of, of, of optimism. Cause if not, it's then it's pretty fucking hard to get out of the bed and be, and be grateful. True. So True. I do feel like um, two thoughts for you, Jen, I'm coming at you with like health and gratitude and time um, and trust and second chances. It's kind of like a little recap, but I also wanted to see, I think we need a little challenge to our listeners. And I think which we should get um, one of our calendars out to a lucky winner. So they can have a little naughty in their 2024. Um, I think you should send us, are you a Jen or are you a Jillian? So are you boring or are you naked? I don't really Mm -hmm. want to be the boring one. Are you, are you in a, yeah. Are you clothed or are you naked and why? And they could send it to us at hello at coalition snow and we'll, and we'll give out um, maybe a couple of calendars to our, our most creative and the ones that make us laugh or maybe make us cry or pure pants, right? The best submissions. What
1: do yeah. You think? I I love it. These um I don't know how many more times in my life I will get completely naked um okay. I'm like how this doesn't make sense. I'm like this week I don't know how many more times this week I'm going to get completely naked. No, I don't I don't know how many times I might like put myself on a calendar, right? Like it is sort of this like I'm full sending this year because I think it's hilarious that coalition is 10 years old. I think it's hilarious that I'm 46 years old and I run a hard goods company, like in an industry that's like so focused on, on youth. Like all of this just is, it's just all so funny to me. I don't know if coalition will ever put out um, a calendar like this again. So this is an opportunity. Um, So I like the idea of sending some of our listeners a few. So yeah, if, if you, Send us um, a message to the anywhere through Co- Coalition. You can send it through Instagram, the website, hello, coalitionsnow.com. Um, and yeah, are you a Jillian or are you a Jen and why? Or if there's something else in this episode that really spoke to you, you can um, say that as well. Clearly, this is not a rigorous contest, friends. This is not. This is not like, have I checked every box before I apply? To the contest, oh my god! No, just fucking send something, um, and we'll, well send out some. Another daughters. one
0: for twenty twenty four that I was reflecting on is absolutely intuition. Like, granted, there are certain emails that you write and you don't just fucking hit send. You need to sleep on it for twenty four hours. hundred percent. Need you need a loving person to coach you away from the fucking keyboard, but that's kind of more like life. <laughs> This is more like use your intuition. You're gonna write something funny, snarky, weird, naughty, silly. Just just go send it because I think a bit of that that gut trust has been lost because there is so much that we're inundated with all the time. It's sometimes hard You're to break afraid. that noise. And so yeah. yeah, intuitively, this would be that place. Again, we don't we don't we don't let the monster back in our life. We don't send the sh- the email that needs to be deleted, but we can send Jen and Jillian a ridiculous quip that we would love to read. And you can also go to the website and buy the calendar. That's a thing too. That's totally that's possible.
1: That's possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that I had
1: written about, like both in the lady parts that I sent, lady parts is the newsletter for coalition that I sent out yesterday and last week. And then in my um, personal one as well, is like, I just love hearing from people. Like, what did you learn from 2023? And what are you um, looking forward to or working on in, in 2024? I think that there's a lot of power um, in this community that we have built together in sharing those things. And then also knowing that um, we may or may not be able to reach all of them or reach them every single day. So if you have um, anything from this past year or this new year that you've been thinking about, you can send us that too. It'd be wonderful to put together a little compilation of where this community is at. Um, I love it. And with that said... Jillian, I hope we have a wonderful year together with lots of adventures. We need to get something on the calendar, certainly. Definitely. Well, but...
0: you're, you're about to head out. I'm about to head out, so we should reconnect when we're in this, we're back in the same geographic area, my friend. We're due for maybe a mammoth trip, or a yurt trip, yes. or some Tahoe time.
1: Some we will do. We will do something. So yeah, the next time Jillian and I record, uh, I will have returned from Japan, which is one of the far out trips that we run. Um, and Jillian will have returned from Andorra. So maybe we can compare notes on ski trips and some of the things we love the most about international travel um, and things that we learn about um, skiing and being in different cultures. So that would be a super fun next episode.
0: Stay tuned. So friends. Maybe
1: stay tuned and happy new year,
0: everyone. We cannot Yay. wait to hear from you.